It's not the motel mattress that's ruining my sleep. It's all your tossing and turning. Oh, think of it as a vigorous massage. It's more like a trip down a dirt road in a VW minibus. You know, people pay good money for motel mattresses that shake them to sleep. And tell me, how much do they pay for their husbands to sleep in a separate room? Okay, I'm getting out of the car now because I can't believe you're serious. Of course, if you are, I, I guess I can come up with a price. From Hollywood and San Luis Obispo, California, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and to start episode 58, I'm standing at 2223 Monterey Street in San Luis Obispo, California. That's about 200 miles up the coast from our Hollywood studios. Behind me is a California mission-style building, a squat two-story structure with a bell tower that's endured too much time and certainly not enough TLC. If, however, I'd been standing on this spot in 1925, I'd have been run over by the first cars bringing the first guests to the world's first motel, the Milestone Motel. But this isn't a story about that first motel. This is the story about what made motels, not all of them, but many of them, so inviting to a traveling salesman after a long day on the road, to parents looking to relax after a day of sightseeing, or to kids looking for excitement they couldn't find at home. Any idea what I'm talking about? Well, just leave those earbuds right where they are. When a police officer writes a summons for traffic violations, do you see him as an enemy or a friend? Statistics clearly indicate that where laws are obeyed, deaths go down. It's no secret that emotional immaturity is the major factor in our accident rate. How else but childish can you describe the notion that breaking a traffic regulation is a way of getting away with something? Almost 85% of all traffic accidents in America are caused by careless, childish driving. We hope you know our traffic laws and the people who enforce them are there to help save your life. John Hufteling, a Kansas City, Missouri native and a World War II vet, couldn't stop throwing dinner parties. Well, he could stop, but then so would his income. Dinner parties were where he sold his pots and pans. It was an idea he borrowed from that iconic 50s company, Tupperware. What Hufteling and his guests didn't know was that in a few years, he would become the proud papa of another 50s icon, one that would put thousands of people to sleep every day. Hufteling moved on to selling mattresses to hotels and motels. Now, these were special mattresses. They came with built-in vibrators. You know, these were the 50s, and everybody talked about how long it was going to be till the next dose of Milltown or Valium. So, in the age of what the Rolling Stones called Mother's Little Helper, hey, a mattress that helped you get a good night's sleep, it, it seemed like a winner. Huffling thought so. That's why he took the job. He, uh, he also thought that the vibrators would work. You know, talk about jumping out of the frying pan into the mattress. Most of the time, the darn things laid there like cold fishes. And since the vibrator was built in to fix the mattress, you literally had to knock the stuffing out of it. And as far as I know, that's where the expression came from. Well, not only didn't the mattresses help anybody fall asleep, they certainly not huffling, they actually managed to, to keep him up at night. So maybe it was on one of those nights when he was lying awake, he got this brainstorm. Why not sell a vibrator and attach it to the mattresses that the hotel and motel owners already had? Huffling was an inveterate tinkerer, and he took to his workshop in New Jersey. 
and he began experimenting with different motors. It was a scene straight out of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. At first, his contraptions didn't shake the bed enough. Then, finally, some 300 motors later, uh-huh. Easy there. <laughs> he found one that was just right. He patented his invention in 1958, and he called it... <laughs> it was a little over the top for this story. Anyway, Hoftaling called it magic fingers. You know, for a quarter, whether you were a traveling salesman or you were a parent on a family vacation, why, you could treat yourself to a restful 15-minute massage. And judging by the number of quarters dropped into those coin slots and the magic fingers in those ho uh, hotels and motels, road warriors were desperately in need of relaxation. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam, Huftaling and his distributors and motel owners, why, they raked in thousands of dollars a month. For over 20 years, Magic Fingers, along with convertibles, motels, and Route 66 signs, became a symbol of the freedom of the open road. And then, in the words of singer-songwriter Don McLean, the music died. Route 66 was swallowed up by interstate highways, convertibles became SUVs, and Magic Fingers became a symbol of a world that went from cool to quaint to something a whole lot worse. Flash, claiming they have a CD truck stop tent. Motel 6 is removing magic fingers from every one of their rooms across the country. CD? Well, that's what motel owners said as they replaced their magic fingers with amenities such as Wi-Fi, health club passes, gourmet food delivery, even branded mattresses. Today, that magic finger sound is gone. Well, almost. I tracked it down with the help from my local library. Now, there's a lot of information about Magic Fingers on the internet, but for this story, I wanted to learn about the device from people with first-hand experience, so I turned to newspaper stories. My library card gives me online access to ProQuest's Newsstream database, which features stories from the archives of hundreds of newspapers across the country. So if you think libraries are little more than repositories for old books, hey, that's a seedy image of the past. I've said it before, there would be no Out of My Mind podcast without my local library. You want to support this show? Hey, you can always send money. But while you're waiting for your new order of blank checks to arrive, get a library card. Use it and uh, support your local library. Back in San Luis Obispo, the crumbling remains of the world's first motel here offer no clues as to whether the owners ever provided magic fingers for their guests. But if you were to drive north out of San Luis Obispo along U.S. Highway 101, that's right behind me here, and land in the northern panhandle of Idaho in the city of Coeur d'Alene, there you can stretch out in any room of the Flamingo Hotel, drop a quarter into the coin box of an original Magic Fingers machine, close your eyes, and imagine yourself a road warrior with nothing to do but enjoy the freedom of the open road. And that's the story I call Good Vibrations. My thanks to my wife for valuing the pleasure of my company. Hey, you know, with this episode, uh, our little podcast here returns to its weekly schedule. And that means I'll be back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern with another little-known story about well-known stuff. See you down the highway! I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted feature of the Theater of Your Mind, Incorporated, Hollywood, California. <laughs>